You are now listening to Broken Home Survivalist. Yes, trust me, I know. I know, you really thought I was gone this time. But this just goes to show you. You just, you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world. And to be honest, I wasn't even going to drop a podcast. But it has been a really long time. And there's just like a few things that we need to talk about. So, let's get to it. So, I mean, all politics aside, well, first of all, let me just go ahead and give myself a warm welcome. I'm back. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm here. Hey, maybe there'll be an episode next week. Maybe there won't be an episode till uh, six months from now. But it keeps things exciting. You just don't know what's going to happen, right? So... Let's just uh, keep it exciting. I'm not even going to dedicate myself to a schedule anymore because I just got to keep it real. Like, hey, when you get it, you get it. So, um, again, like I said before, the more interaction I get, the more I can drop these episodes. And, hey, I I see the downloads. So I know that there's some interest there, but there's just, you know, not too much interaction aside from some bullshit. Anyways, so like I was going to jump into before, the whole purpose of this episode is because the world is just absolutely crazy with news and the politics, and I'm a little late dropping this, but I wanted to get um, put an episode together to talk about people's preparedness for like emergencies because I feel like regardless of what you believe, whether you're on team UFO or team spy balloon, it, it doesn't even matter. All that matters is um, trying to be prepared for what's going on to protect yourself and your family. And I'm not just talking about everybody out here going crazy with guns and stuff, even though that is important to have. But I realized that everybody is on a different budget. And when I talk to people in my circle and I see that some people can afford certain things and others can't, and the people who can't feel like there's no way for them to prepare. But I feel like, you know, when you watch these shows, these prepper shows, whatever, things that used to be crazy 10, 15 years ago, which is now just the norm. Like, you know, everybody should be having uh, some type of emergency food and plan for if shit hits the fan. Now, everybody has a different definition of what it means when shit hits the fan. But on a realistic note, I mean, as we've seen in the past, I mean, shit, people were, were fighting each other over toilet paper. So I just imagine how violent things could get or how desperate you can get, how, how it's going to feel if you ever were to be low on food. 
I mean, it, shit got real with the toilet paper. Now, if you ever were looking around in your cupboards and stuff and you literally had no food, that's that's a whole nother level right there. And also, let me, um, I should have said this in the beginning, but let me just apologize for my uh, audio quality. I'm not in my studio. I'm on my laptop right now. But hey, like I said, I'm just dropping this for y'all uh, like I can, uh, however I can do it. Talk to me. So anyways, um, it's most important is water. Like you got to have some type of water because when it comes down to it, as much as it is to everybody always thinks of food when they're talking about, you know, preparing, everybody wants to, to go straight to food, but push come to shove. I mean, we can live for three, four weeks without food, not happily. Yeah. You're going to be hurting, but shit, three days without water, your ass going to be dead. So water is definitely uh, going to be your number one concern is to have a plan for some emergency water. And, um, second to that would be food. Okay. So again, there, if you are a hardcore prepper, you could probably just turn the podcast off, but I'm really trying to reach to people who have never thought ahead on any of this stuff at all. They thought that, Hey, you know, prepping is something that they can't understand. They can't get into blah, 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 but it is extremely important. And no matter what your income is, I'm going to tell you right now the basics of what you can do. So this is not ideal prepping, but like I said, everybody's on certain budgets. And if you um, are just barely scraping by, I'm hoping that this is a realistic budget of emergency food and water to at least get you by uh, for a week or two. Uh, depending on the size of your family. So basically, um, everybody has a Dollar Tree or an equivalent to a Dollar Tree in their your neighborhood, whatever the kind of dollar store you got to. Most of the dollar stores uh, have jugs of water. Now, if you can get a case of water, do that. Jug of water might be a little bit better so that that way um, you can cycle the water every six months or so, uh, which I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but basically, even water has uh, an expiration date. So you don't want your water to be sitting for years and years and years. And there's, um, you're just thinking you can just go to it four or five years from now and, and drink it and you're good to go. So if you can get one of those jugs of water, uh, basically about the size of a gallon of milk, uh, somewhere around there. Just get like two or three of those. Um, go to the you know, dollar store or even when you finish using your milk, just rinse them out and just reuse those containers. Now what you're going to do is just straight up fill it with tap water. And again, bougie-ass people are going to talk about, you know, the tap water's nasty, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about emergency situation when you will happily drink, you know, water from outside in a mud puddle. Okay, so tap water is going to feel like 
filtered water if some shit hits the fan, trust me, okay? So, you know, clean out those jugs, fill them up with tap water. Um, then what you need to do is you're going to write the date on the side of the jug. And every six months, you can either choose, you, may, you know, go for it. You can drink the tap water or you can just dump it. If you have no use for it, just dump it down the sink, refill it again. So every six months, you're going to refill those with fresh water, write the date on it again, and uh, just keep doing that. Set a timer on your phone or something like that. Just cycle that water every six months, and it's important to do that um, so that the water is, is fresh and clean because you don't want to have to worry about uh, all the bacteria that can possibly... Um, grow in water that sits for too long uh, which brings me to a whole nother topic of also making sure that you don't store it in sunlight so don't sit the the jugs of water near a window or anything like that you can put them aside in a closet somewhere where they're not being hit by the sunlight and uh, they're also not going to be uh, in you know direct heat or cold just basically uh mild room temperature if possible um hopefully i'm not talking too fast i didn't intend for the podcast to be very long but i was just like damn this is some important information because there's just so many unprepared people um so right there that is your essential so the water refill jugs write the date cycle it every six months and again depending on the size of your family will depend on the amount of water that you're going to want to get. You don't have to buy the water bottles from the dollar store. Again, if you're already using uh, some milk um, or orange juice or whatever it is, just make sure that it is a plastic container at least. Don't try to use a carton. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just cycle through those uh, jugs of water, and depending on the size of your family, you know, add more jugs to the collection. Um, then again, on to, uh, food. Yes, you will see a ton of, uh, websites and people who are pushing MREs and, um, food that has shelf life for 20, 30 years. And if that's within your budget, then great. Uh, but for a lot of people, um, trying to spend $150, on a month's worth of food uh, that's just going to sit in the shelf um, for if shit hits the fan, uh, that's not a realistic budget. Um, so again, this is where you're going to be uh, getting thrifty with things that have a longer shelf life. Um, you're going to be getting the, the top ramen. You're going to be getting the hostess snacks and stuff. with Things that contain a lot of sugar, even though it's not a healthy snack, it's also going to give you boosts of energy uh, when that time comes that you are maybe eating smaller portions. Um, and again, you're going to see on the packaging, it'll on the stuff that has a longer shelf life like that, it usually won't even have an expiration date. You'll notice that the wording will say Best Buy. And that just basically is, uh, you know, freshness. Uh, you want to, um, within reason, you can go past the expiration date. So if your top ramen is fairly affordable, you can get a few packs still at the dollar store. Um, 
and um again with the little debbie snacks or whatever you know whatever things that are uh, high in sodium high in, in um uh sugar and all that stuff you'll see the shelf life on there it's usually a few years and um again just it's all about cycling it so it might not seem like much but just get a container um and depending again on the size of your family drop in like a dozen packs of top ramen a box of some sugary snacks and like every two years just cycle through it um so that might be somewhere around twenty dollars uh, worth of food and about every two years just cycle through it start eating it and then replenish it um it's kind of one of those things where it's a little bit of a nuisance to have to you know recycle your water every six months replenish your food every two years um and again, you can also go and get canned foods, beans, uh, and things like that. Uh, just the thing is, is just to keep cycling through it so it doesn't sit too long, which is a little bit of a nuisance, but that's the trade-off for saving the money and not spending as much on these $150 kits. Some of them are five, $600 to feed a family of four for a few months. Um, some people who are heavy into prepping can will have enough food for to last for years if if there's no groceries on the shelves but this is not gonna get you on that level we're not worried about years we're worried about more realistic levels if you know maybe two weeks maybe three weeks and realistically if there's no food on the shelves in local supermarkets for longer than two or three weeks there's probably something a lot worse happening so that's a whole nother discussion anyways um so most likely if there is some other pandemic or there's a crisis with you know roads and weather and they can't supply trucks and trains and things to move supplies all over the country um usually that's going to be fixed within a reasonable amount of time and if the, your food is only two weeks or three weeks supply, you know, that's where rationing comes in. You know, you, if you ration it, you can double it, make it, you know, six weeks worth. And will you be hungry? Yeah. If, if you only are, you know, splitting two packs of top ramen between a family of six for a day and a couple glasses of water, yeah, you're, no one's going to be happy, but they're going to be alive. So um, these are things that are really dark topics that people don't really want to think of. And right now I believe that for the first time that a lot of people are thinking about this and they're kind of freaking out that they don't know where to start because maybe they don't have that budget because if people do have a lot of money to spend then shit, they don't care. They just go on the internet and Google prepping and they just buy a bunch of food and weapons and whatever else supplies and then they call it good but uh, for the people who are not on that level it's okay you can have a plan too and I just wanted to uh, you know reassure you a little bit with a little bit of advice um, things again that are just very basic but some people just don't think about so 
I wanted to just do what I can to reach out and let you know that there are a few small steps you can do to be safe. Um, again, doesn't matter what your beliefs are, what side of politics you're on. Uh, I think right now is a time where a lot of people are just thinking about this and what's going on on the other side of the globe. It's going to eventually affect us one way or the other. And it's just good things to think about. Um, and to try to do it in not in a way that's scary, but uh, just in a way where you educate your family and your friends and try to be prepared. And if this is something that interests you, um, you know, being prepared on a budget, then I can go into some other topics, maybe on a, another episode, um, which I would try to put out uh, within the next couple of weeks if people are interested. But um, basically, as far as staying in communication with your family and things like that, because um, another realistic thing that uh, could possibly happen is you know, losing power. People don't realize how much we rely on power, but it's so easy for our grid to go down. And you just think about right now, you know, wherever you are listening to this, uh, whether you're at work, you're at home, you're in the car, um, you might even be on vacation somewhere far from your family. And just think about if right now, right this minute, just the power dropped all across the country and you had no cell phone uh, towers, you couldn't communicate with anybody, there was no internet, no television, no TV, not even the radio to tell you emergency plans. What If that happened, what would be your next step? Does your family even know? Uh, are you supposed to meet at home? Are you supposed to go to someone else's house? Uh, should you stay at work? Should you, uh, you know, there's just so many things that I think a lot of people don't consider that are a very possible that could happen. And it doesn't even have to be because of a terrorist attack or anything scary like that. It could just be because of something to do with the weather. It could be um, something entirely natural that causes the grid to drop. Um, and if it is something that's, you know, fairly bad weather related or possibly an attack, whatever you want to believe, but if the we lost the the power for a week, two weeks, literally where you're standing right now, that's a long time if you don't have a plan. So anyways, I'm going off on a whole nother topic, which I should probably save for another episode. Uh, if this is a topic that you want me to go a little deeper into, um, I can definitely do that. Um, yeah, so I hope y'all didn't miss me too much, but just enough to keep tuning in and stay on that subscribe. And I'm just going to pop in and surprise you here and there throughout the year. And we'll just talk about some fun shit and, uh, some sad shit, some serious shit. Like, you know, we always do. Sometimes you just don't know what the episode's going to be about. And this time it was just a little bit real. But um, I still hope you all have a blessed day and you enjoyed the information. And maybe now you can go home and have a talk with your family and create a plan and uh, 
get things going in the right direction so you can take care of the ones you love in your circle. All right, I'm going to take us out with some music as usual. And uh, again, much love. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been fun. I will see you when I'll see when I see you. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye. Shout out all the ones who doubt it wouldn't be shit. I just seen some bad niggas ain't seen shit. Pull up on them, knock them down on some real shit. Niggas only call me when the enemy's coming. But niggas wasn't calling when them Benjis was coming. I was shooting for myself so I get stingy with burns. I was speaking by myself so I ain't taking no orders. I ain't giving bitch no babies, so I ain't forcing abortions. Don't fuck with the boys in blue, so I be ducking the courtroom. Don't mix me with the niggas that be dying to court you. She gon' keep handing it over, let them think they support you. It's the mob, I'm on my job, you the type to report dudes. Won't ever put it past the nerd to do what a dork do. Won't ever put it past the pig to do what the pork do. Never put it past the friends to do what the foe do. Never click his face, then the leader move pro tools. Put him in his place, raise my rank in the soul pool. Never click his face, then the leader move pro tools. Put him in his place, raise my rank in the soul pool. Really got it out the mall when I shit. I keep a pistol on my side, it's my defense. You don't wanna ride this way, this the deep end. And niggas knowin' we the gang, we them demons. Bitch, I always keep this shot, it's gon' eat shit. Shout out all the ones who doubt it wouldn't be shit. I just seen some bad niggas ain't seen shit. Pull up on them, knock them down on some real shit.